Welcome to the Royal Tax Podcast with your hosts, Megan Templeton, Royal Legal Solutions Consulting Attorney, and Royal Legal Solutions CPA, MBA, and CFO, Pete Shindley. Each week, they talk about how to take your tax and financial strategy to the next level and learn how to build and scale your real estate investing business in a way that maximizes your returns and minimizes your taxes. This is for informational use only. For direct questions, please contact us or your local tax CPA accountant. So we will go ahead and hop into the presentation then. So um, I, I see we've already got some chatter going on over here in the chat. Looks like it's uh, mostly our staff, but like I said, feel free to utilize that chat as we go. And then, so why don't we do this, Pete? Let's start off, you know, you've given us, what are we talking about today? So why don't we talk about the who this is for? Who really needs to be leaning in and can you benefit from this information? Um, I think the primary people that would benefit from today's um, information is those who have, uh, large net operating losses, real estate losses, um, which the passive real estate losses, if they can get that real estate professional designation can become active losses. And then the other group would be people who believe that tax rates will be much higher in the future than they are today. So yeah. those would be the two main um, individuals that would probably gain a lot about having a Roth IRA conversion or just a traditional IRA or traditional 401k converted into a Roth. Gotcha. Okay. So, so tell us a little bit about what that actually means. I mean, what, what are the foundational pieces of that? I mean, and that probably has to lead it a little bit like, what would you use the IRAs for? When will we have these conversions, that type of thing? So if you wouldn't mind, right. just give us kind of a general background on it. Yeah. So a, a traditional IRA, a traditional 401k, um, that's when you contribute money into a savings a, a retirement account pre-tax. So you put a dollar in, it lowers your current taxes today. But when you get in retirement and pull that those dollars out, it's taxed at whatever your income tax rate is in the future. So those are what the traditional IRA and 401ks are for. Um, and those can grow significantly over time with the time value money and with the way the stock market does returns. So you may not want to be able to, you may not want to pull them out when you're older and in retirement because your tax rate could be double, it could be significantly higher. So one way to avoid the future tax rate is to do partial conversions today or over the course of the next 10, 20 years, depending on your investment um, timeline. And the reason you wanna do those partial conversions is you will have to pay today's tax rate or tomorrow's tax rate, depending when you do that conversion, but you'll know the hit that you're gonna take tax-wise. And then when you're older and, and pulling those money out in your retirement years, hopefully, you know, those dollars have doubled or tripled based on your investments, then you get to withdraw those tax free. Okay. So you have a little more control um, on planning what your taxes are because you have, you have more of the knowing aspect. Okay. Um, you don't have to convert the entire amount you can do partial conversions, which is what we're kind of focused on today. And the reason we like the partial conversion is let's say you had a net operating loss of 30,000. Well, you could convert 30,000 from your traditional IRA into a Roth and those two items are gonna wash. So when you have 30,000 income with the conversion and a $30,000 loss in your business, that's a zero tax benefit. So you can do a conversion 
and not have to pay any taxes on it. And then now that's in Roth dollars. And you could put those in a Roth solo 401k, which we've talked about um, in the past and previous episodes. Okay. So what comes top of mind for me then is, is what I heard is the triggering event maybe for this conversion is going to be when you've got a loss you're looking to use to offset. Is that right? Yeah, that'd be a, the primary ways you want to offset a loss. Additionally, um, let's say you just had a down year, you're self-employed and your income wasn't there. Let's say you had a lot of renters that didn't pay rent expense. Now you have a bigger loss in your real estate business. Well, Instead, maybe normally you're making 100,000, maybe you're only making 70,000 this year or 60. You could do that conversion. That's gonna put you back to your normal estimated profit, you know, income of that $100,000 uh, level. So you can also do this when you have no losses as long as your income's down. Okay, so um, recap, what we're looking here is if we have got losses that we wanna to use to offset our tax burden, or if our income is down, these are good triggering events to use this partial conversion strategy. Correct. Okay. Or if you just want to bite the bullet and pay the tax that you know what it is today, regardless of losses, regardless of income, but you, you know the tax is X amount of dollars and you feel comfortable with it, you could do the conversion now or partial conversion. Okay. Not so, offset any, not have it offset by any losses, but you know what you're paying. <laughs> I got you. So it's that, that's kind of the peace of mind component to it. If you're looking at, you know, future yeah. forecasting and you're saying rates are going to be wild, I need to go ahead and move these type of items. So really, we've got three. We've got a peace of mind component. If we think that we're going to pay a lot more later on, we can do this conversion now. Other one is if our income, if we are just lower for the year, that's a good time to think about it as well. Or yeah. if we've got losses, we're going to use to offset. So we've really got kind of three triggering events. Is that right? Correct. Cool. Yes. And so what is functionally, what does a conversion look like? Want more information? Join our community groups that exist to provide a space for like-minded people on a similar journey to learn, share, and network with real estate investing professionals and entrepreneurs. We meet weekly for an hour in Zoom to offer knowledge and accountability. Be sure to grab the link in our show notes. Um, so what happens with a conversion is um, you would contact whoever's managing your money, whether it's you personally with your, you know, let's just say it's Charles Schwab, you say you want to do a partial Roth conversion. So what they'll do is they'll set up a new Roth 401k, a Roth IRA for you, and then they will transfer the money from your traditional into this new Roth. And then that has to be done before the end of every year. So you have to make that decision before year end. And then when you go to pay your taxes, in essence, in April of the following year, you'll pay your taxes on the amount that you did the conversion. Okay. If if there's no loss to offset it. Gotcha. Um, you don't want them to, when I say them, this is, we'll go back to the Charles Schwab example. You don't want them to pay you and then you put it into the Roth account. You do that, you're going to get charged with like a 10% uh, early withdrawal fee. Okay. So if you ever do the conversion, make sure it's the Charles Schwab, Fidelio, whoever's managing your 401k or traditional IRA, have them do the transfer so you avoid that 10% um, early withdrawal tax. Okay, that makes sense. So from the way I'm looking at this, then we've potentially got probably maybe four parties, at least three involved. So we've got one is gonna be myself. I've gotta be yes. looking at my situation, figuring out if this is a good triggering event. Should I go ahead and do this conversion? 
Um, and maybe there's a financial planner involved in that as well if I've got one on my team that's advising. So that's possibly two parties. The third party is going to be my actual institution who's going to handle that conversion for me. Um, yep. And one of the things I noted that you said is you need to make some make sure it's someone who is, is really knowledgeable about this setup so that they know how to distribute the funds where you're not going to get that penalty on the front end. Um, and then the fourth party would actually be your CPA. It sounds like there's an end of your tax filing component to this. So we're going to need to loop our CPA in this as well. Is that right? Correct. And mostly your CPA will be able to kind of give you the a forecasted plan based on kind of historical income and facts that you've described to them. They'll be able to model how much you should convert Okay. for that right. partial conversion. Okay. So when or I- Or your financial planner could as well. So That makes sense. Yeah. So when I'm thinking about doing this, I mean, you know, I've got to have a, a knowledgeable contact at my company who's going to handle the conversion. I've got to have a knowledgeable CPA. Other mm -hmm. than setting those things in motion, though, and directing those actors to do those items, what is required of me to have this conversion take place? Um, you, you, would also, you would have to set up the new account with the financial institution, and you okay. would have to let them know how much you want to contribute and how much you want to um do whether it's a full partial or so forth so okay. you're kind of the decision factor and director in that aspect i got you okay um and so the, another question that's kind of top of mind for me on this is you know we've talked about partial conversion partial conversion partial when would we be considering a full convert like when is something we need to talk about a full conversion on um a full conversion it, it really is it depends on your tax appetite um okay. if you don't have a lot of money in the ira and you you, you could do a whole conversion at once. Um, if you have a couple million dollars in the IRA, you, you probably don't want to do that all at once. So it really just depends on how much tax the person wants to pay today, what their other income is based off operating losses or W-2 wage or self-employed wages. Um, okay. There's no magic number. Um, I would argue when you do meet with your tax planner or your financial advisor or tax CPA, um, they can model to where you, Obviously, you wouldn't want to probably take too much out to put you more than one or two brackets up, mm -hmm. but you could if you want to. Okay. So. That makes a lot of sense. All right. So I think I've got the who, what, why, and how down inside of this. So what am I missing, though? What are some other things we need to know about this? So when you do do the Roth conversion, um, when you do take those dollars out after you reach 59 and a half or even later, you know, those are all tax-free. So okay. you're not going to have to pay income taxes on those. So as you set up your real estate business to where hopefully in 10, 20 years, you're making a lot in rents and those will be passive income or it could be active income if you're a real estate professional. Mm -hmm. Pulling out your requirement and distribution through the Roth isn't going to add to income. So your income tax isn't going to be your rent, your rental income plus your retirement income if you're pulling that out. While with a traditional IRA, what you pull out, that's tax plus you're going to be also paying tax on your rental receive or income if you have it in your rental business. So the theory is when you 10, 20 years down the line, tax rates are estimated to be much higher. You're gonna be paying a lot more tax on two sources of income instead of just one. Okay. Well, I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, well, anything you think we should cover off on right now, Pete, before we go into breakout rooms again? Um, again, when you do the Roth conversion, you, you can't touch the money for five years. Um, Unless you become 59 and a half, then you're able to pull that money out. Okay. So if you have a property and it's been there for more than five years or you're in essence 60, 
you could theoretically deduct 100% of that Roth and buy a property with it and not have to pay tax like you would on a traditional. Okay. Well, that sounds great.